You're listening to What's New with Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far-off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. This podcast is supported by Tools and Weapons, the podcast hosted by Microsoft Vice Chair and President Brad Smith. Each episode features insight you won't find anywhere else from the center of the conversation surrounding emerging technologies like AI. Right now on the podcast, you can hear a special episode where Brad Smith lays out Microsoft's vision for a vibrant marketplace driving the new AI economy. To hear more, follow or subscribe to Tools and Weapons with Brad Smith wherever you get your podcasts. It's today's most interesting thing in tech from Nicholas Thompson, Editor-in-Chief of Wired. Support for this podcast and the following message comes from TD Ameritrade. Meet their newest trading platform, Think or Swim Web. It has all the essential tools and strategies in a streamlined interface. No download necessary. Think or Swim Web. Trading streamlined. Visit tdameritrade.com slash thinkorswimweb to get started. I'm back from a few days vacation. And the most interesting thing in tech, something that Donald Trump did right before I left. He issued an executive order banning TikTok through its parent company, ByteDance, and WeChat through its parent company, Tencent. The TikTok ban has gotten more attention. In fact, I wrote about it literally right before I started my drive north for vacation. But the WeChat ban might be even more consequential. WeChat is the biggest chat app in China. It's bigger than Facebook and Twitter combined in the United States. And there are a million people, many of whom are immigrants from China, who use it here in the U.S. So what happens if WeChat is in fact banned? Well, for one, those million people can't communicate with their family members back home or run the parts of their lives that they ran through WeChat. Ironically, and we have a story about this up today in Wired, there is a lot of pro-Trump organizing that happens on WeChat. A lot of Chinese citizens or Chinese immigrants in the U.S. are Trump supporters. They've been organizing for him on WeChat. Obviously, that can't happen if the app is banned. The big question right now is, what exactly does it mean to ban transactions on these apps? Right? Does it mean that you literally just won't be able to use WeChat in the U.S.? Will it include allied countries? Will it include more transactions involving Tencent, the parent company? And if that's the case, it gets incredibly hairy because Tencent owns a large portion of Fortnite, for example. They own 12% of Snap. They own all kinds of stuff. If suddenly it's not possible to do transactions with Tencent, there's a whole bigger issue at stake. The administration has a 45-day period. I believe that means it's September 20th when we'll have the answer to what these bans mean. Beyond that, there's an even bigger question, which is how does China retaliate? 
the way these foreign policy conflicts typically work is one country takes an action, the other country takes another action. If one country escalates, the other country escalates. So presumably, China will respond with some kind of escalation. And right now, the conflict between the United States and China is by far the biggest foreign policy story in the world. It's driven partly by politics, Trump fighting for his reelection, Xi Jinping has had a very tough year fighting for support. It's based partly on true national security interests, a sense that whoever controls the technology industry will be a leader in the world, real concerns in the United States about Chinese espionage. It's a combination of political factors, real economic factors, national security factors, all coming together at a toxic time mixed in with the coronavirus where the United States blames China. China blames the United States for its response. All mixed in together to create a toxic, toxic situation. So now a lot's going to happen. China will retaliate. We'll see the next step that the Trump administration takes after that. And the world, it seems, will, for at least the next while, head more and more to a situation where there isn't one internet helping globalization, helping bring the world economy together. There is a splinternet. There will be an internet where you can use Chinese technology, an internet where you can use Western technology. That is not a good outcome. Perhaps the trajectory can be reversed or changed. But right now, that's where we're headed. All right, that's the most interesting thing in tech. See you tomorrow. Get more great stories from Wired in our daily newsletter. Sign up at wired.com daily. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.